Welcome to Feminine, the podcast dedicated to the feminine lens. I'm your host, Priscilla Alexandra Hine. I'm a licensed clinical social worker, licensed practitioner of the healing arts, and a tri-doctoral medicine student with over 18 years in the mental health field. Welcome to Feminine, season five. (laughs) Can you believe it, ladies and gentlemen? We made it to five seasons. Look at us go. It's 2022. Okay, so you haven't heard from me in like over a year, but that doesn't mean that this podcast is not any less hot. Also, heads up, shout out to the Netherlands. Thank you. I see you. Please continue to grow feminine. We are absolutely hardcore about what we believe, practice, and commit to. And yes, 100%, I am exactly who I say I am. This is a podcast dedicated to the feminine lens. I am your host, Priscilla Hine, and I am super stoked to be here with you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for having me. So, a couple of updates. Uh, The pollution got worse in the Inland Empire, therefore all of our breathing has gotten far worse. Asthma, uh, allergies, etc. We have become a hub for Amazon, particularly during what was called quote-unquote global pandemic, the pollution increased. Side note, so did the profit margins of your favorite billionaires some of which increased by over, I think, 200%. Additionally, uh, a lot has happened in popular culture since we last touched base. It's not my favorite type of culture, but it is popular. Therefore, I get, you know, my two cents in where I can. A couple of things to keep in mind. The first one is, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial. Oh, I got a dog. You're going to hear him, too. Uh, His name is Pickles Dante. He's... (laughs) He is an angel from God. He's also um, been nothing but a blessing. However, (laughs) let me go get the toilet paper. He just grabbed. Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. Social media was a buzz, making fun of Amber the whole time, totally convinced that Johnny Depp was really Jack Sparrow. <laughs> Newsflash, my friends, they're both paid actors. Ooh, yikes. Yikes. They are paid to perform. That is their job. Neither you nor myself nor anyone saw the true Amber Heard or Johnny Depp when they were on trial. 
in part because it was televised, in other part because they had lawyers, and more so than this, they knew exactly what they were getting themselves into. I encourage everyone, don't ever take a side during a breakup. It's not, it's unnecessary. And when a relationship gets that toxic and that violent, no one is innocent. Not potentially Captain Jack Sparrow, nor Amber. They are both equally at fault for damaging each other and not having the courage to walk away and respect each other's boundaries when it was necessary. A couple of things, Johnny, listen, I get it, you're pissed. Here's the thing though, she's allowed to talk about her experience. You just happen to be famous. So again, we see the legal system only siding with masculine perspective, patriarchal, misogynistic perspective. Amber Heard is absolutely allowed to talk about her experience. Whether or not that impacts Johnny Depp's career is irrelevant to her. Where she got it wrong was going onto public platforms, particularly the New York Times. I think that's where the article was. I'm not really that vested into the trial. But writing for the newspaper about your experience, not so much as a negative, but it's an indication that you're not recovered and you haven't moved on. I don't have a side. I think that they're both human beings. I wish Amber heard the best. Man, that woman was completely made fun of and disrespected all over social media, which is totally inappropriate and disrespectful by everyone, period. And I don't want to hear it. <clears throat> Additionally, Johnny Depp is not your friend, and he's not Captain Jack Sparrow. He's some guy that made a career called acting out of a skill that he has. And that's that. Another thing that came into play over the past couple of years during pop culture, aside from massive global, global upheaval and spiritual awakening, is what is that? What is that? What is that lady's name? Kardashian, the girl. Kim and Kanye. I actually really appreciate Kanye West's art. I believe that Kanye West is um, a very brilliant thinker and could really benefit from just having a really good conversation with a seasoned clinician. I don't have any thoughts or feelings about anybody that I don't know personally uh, and haven't and have spoken with within like the past month. Um, so I can't give you my personal opinions on Kardashian and West as far as human beings. But what I can tell you is I would encourage everybody to be very mindful about their understanding of sexuality, relationship dynamics, and themselves, particularly if you're on social media, because you are absolutely trapped in a bubble of matrix manipulation that is owned by Kim Kardashian. 
she essentially rules social media and has mastered how to misappropriate every single person on it because she pays. She was born into extravagant wealth. She pays to be on the cover of magazines. She does not offer a skill or talent because she does not have to because she has the money to pretend and act like she does. This again is billionaire 1% mentality. It's unnecessary and it's absolutely not healthy for the rest of society. So just be mindful of those things. I cannot comment on her behaviors behind social media. I don't know her as a person. All I know is that she's one of God's children and deserves respect. And I encourage her as a soul to consider what that looks like in her life. As far as Kanye West goes, a couple of things to be mindful of. Kanye West is a black man. His pain and his struggles are systematic. His, his story is one that no one else can identify with other than people who are black and masculine. That being said, it's really important to recognize a couple of things. He knew exactly who he was entering into a relationship with. He is not a victim. The other thing is he deserves time and space to be a father and I hope the best for him. Pop culture aside, my friends, welcome back to 2022. All right, welcome back to Feminine 2022, season five. I'm stoked to be here with you. Shout out to the Netherlands. Can't believe how rad the Netherlands are. We do keep it hardcore here at Feminine. We absolutely practice what we believe, and we know that systems deserve to be dismantled that oppress human beings and uh, advance genocide and slavery, because that is inhumane. For today's episode, and really throughout the whole summer, we're going to be talking about healing, and I'm going to get into it pretty extensively. I wanted to define for you what healing is, but before I do that, it's important for me to tell you that Anybody who calls themselves a healer, a witch, a psychic, a spiritualist, an artist, a creative, a tarot reader, etc. Anybody who has a desire to be of service or who is living in a world where they want their life to be a reflection of divine and divine's influence over their spirit and their destiny must understand that that role and that that commitment to sage work is symbiotic with the dismantling of capitalism, period. Capitalism cannot be dismantled in a box, <laughs> which is a reference to a lot of academics who like to study capitalism and they like to study praxis, particularly praxis associated with Marxism, etc. I think that's cool. I'm glad that people want to spend time studying capitalism or excuse me, how to like dismantle capitalism and, and advocate for the working class. That's rad. Keep up with it. Those of us who come from a bloodline that's been overthrowing capitalism and imperialism for centuries have a different perspective. <clears throat> 
And I say that capitalism cannot be dismantled in a box because you can't sit around and dismantle capitalism just by talking about it. Capitalism cannot be dismantled through um, a label or an offering. So in the context of being of service, being someone who titles themselves a healer, etc., capitalism is not going to be dismantled through those avenues. Capitalism is only going to be dismantled when we decide to put our lives on the line, such as all indigenous people have been doing since the onset of genocide, for the betterment of the greater good and the land. This is the only way that capitalism can be dismantled. We must return the land to its rightful owners. And without reverence to the matriarch and giving the matriarch the ownership that they deserve over not only their bodies, but of the land, capitalism will only continue to run rampant and destroy the planet, our relationships, our bodies, and our methods of communication. I'm gonna read to you my definition of healing. Healing addresses capitalism in all of its fullness and from there it clears out cobwebs with which we've been indoctrinated via media. When we talk about healing in any capacity or wellness in any capacity, if there is not a conversation being had surrounding genocide in slavery, as well as land being given back and reparations being paid, we are missing the entire point and you will never come to a place of arrival, uh, nirvana, or alignment. It is impossible. Healing cannot take place in a box and it cannot take place with a fox. <laughs> it cannot play, take place over there. It cannot take place anywhere. It must take place within the self and the choice to decide to eradicate the exploitation of human beings, period, as well as protecting the planet. So we're coming out of this really unique time period of, of rest over the past two years. You know, uh, pop culture called it quarantine. At certain points, it was called global pandemic. Essentially, what happened is a superbug was emitted into the air, and it's an awful one and profoundly dangerous. And because of the, the thickness of pollution, within our atmosphere, it can't really be eradicated. We have to clean up our land before we can get rid of dirty virus spreading type germs. We have to clean our water. We have to clean our air before we can breathe fresh again. So we've come full circle, right? Now we're as a, as a global society, kind of moving out of quarantine, whatever that means, no one really knows anymore, but you know, we, we ride the wave because that's what we do at Feminine, we flow. And it's a pretty interesting time. A lot of people are really panicked, confused. Some people are thriving. Um, 
other people are just kind of sitting back and watching it all unfold. Wherever you're at, I send you blessings of peace and love and flow. You deserve stability. You deserve your life being, being your birthright, right? And in this, in this space of arriving and coming out of hibernation or whatever you'd like to call it, we as a people have to decide which direction we will take. And are we going to keep our bad habits? Excuse me, that's not healthy language. It's not that they're bad habits. It's unsuccessful habits. Are we going to keep our unsuccessful habits or are we going to shift and change? If you, if you want to embrace what it means to heal, you must be willing to pivot and to learn how to pivot regardless of your circumstances. And that's why femininity exists because femininity is the essence of pivot. I'm glad that we are in this place. It's a healthy place. It's a beautiful place for us to be. However, if you've not been here before and or you're still confused or one of the people who doesn't really grasp how to move forward, I'm gonna tell you how healing has manifested into your life if you are still committed to capitalism and not doing, uh, making systemic changes surrounding climate change. So when healing, when we talk about healing, in essence, what I mean when I, when I say that it addresses capitalism in all of its fullness and clears out the cobwebs, I'm referencing our brain and body connection and our ability to feel our bodies and feel how they impact our day-to-day -day lives and what is it that they're feeling and to recognize that they have a message for us. Our bodies are sacred vessels that are connected to all minerals, all vibrations of trees and flowers, air, water, sun. And when we allow ourselves to be connected to our body, this is when true healing occurs. Disconnection to your body because of capitalism looks like the following, or can look like the following. Struggling with breath. Ay! Ay! El pico! No! Ben! Pardon me. <laughs> Struggling with breath in any capacity. Breath is your number one indication that you are disconnected or connected to your body. 
If you hold your breath, if you take shallow breath, if you breathe from your shoulders versus your belly, these are all indications of high stress levels, which are influenced by capitalistic culture. Denying pleasure, this is another indication of being disconnected from your body. Pleasure doesn't mean sexual activity with another person. It can be so many things, whether it's fitness, cuisine, self-love, a spa day, anything. Denying yourself the opportunity to feel your body via pleasure is another way that society is disconnected. Living a facade. This is a very common disconnect that many people have with their brain and their body. Platforms like Instagram, dating apps, etc., really fill a void with this brain-body disconnect area in particular because the facade becomes a way of life that infiltrates every avenue and every facet of your decision-making and choices. It's extremely common, and, and even the most grounded person can get caught up in it because of how influential the facade is. You can also call it a delusion. I do, social media is a delusion. It's super important that you recognize that electricity is how we are connecting with one another today. And <laughs> anyways, we'll have an episode on E equals MC squared and why that's completely critical to your healing. Another form of disconnect is emotional dysregulation or or inability to identify. If you are someone who can turn off their feelings, if you are someone who refuses to feel, if you are someone who doesn't know what you feel, if you are someone who has no idea what's happening to your body unless you do X, Y, and Z, you are struggling with emotional disconnect. This is an indication of brain-body disconnect. Lastly, I have substance abuse. It's super important that you hear me say abuse. I'm not going to tell anybody what to do with their body. However, when we consume an abundance of anything, it causes harm, primarily to the liver. Our liver is, listen, I'm in love with my liver. Like, like, if you don't know that your liver is basically this giant, I guess I want to call it a comb, a giant fine tooth comb that sifts through all of the gunk in your body and decides what you should keep and what you should get rid of, man, it's time to, to open up your anatomy in physiology books somewhere because that liver is not only rad in its design, the fact that creator would know that we need a liver because we are so inclined to making unhealthy decisions is one, super cool, and two, 
um, the liver also digests all of your emotions, particularly disgust, which we will be having an episode on in two moons from now. Disgust uh, is the hardest emotion for the body, human body, to digest. And it is the liver that helps you get through it. All of that to say, when you consume an abundance of anything, whether it's alcohol or... Mm. anything I don't even need to go down the list it's very hard on the body and the body needs time to recuperate upwards of two weeks sometimes even a month depending on what you decide to do if you don't know that or if you're not taking extensive time to recuperate and recover after you've engaged in consumption of substances there's definitely a brain body disconnect going on here and we definitely want to start talking about healing because you do not have to escape or avoid or attempt to feel through those things you can take deep breaths you can listen to feminine you can contact me we can have a session you're good to go to recap brain body disconnect looks like the following Struggling with breath, denying pleasure, living a facade, emotional dysregulation, and substance abuse, just to name a few. When we go, when we talk about the brain and body being connected and why it's important and why without that connection we are incapable of living our highest, truest, purest life. We are looking at it from a perspective of beings who are destined to live a simple and fulfilling life that is consumed with abundance in nature. This is so critical. And, and, and it is the essence of understanding climate change and how to go about eradicating systems that exploit and cause harm. It's very important. So yes, we, uh, we are here <laughs> and we're talking about healing and it's rad. And it's important because back in the day, before, you know, culture started to shift and healing was no longer a controversial thing, but more so a normal word, being able to even engage in that kind of dialogue was extremely rare. Quarantine has been nothing but a blessing to us as a society. We're barely starting to see the fruits of this labor. If you are still in a place of confusion, you are more than welcome to reach out to me. You can also follow me on Instagram at the Modern Curandera. Um, I do my very best to respect everybody and their questions. Oh, shit. Oh, by the way, excuse me, let me finish my thought. I do my very best to respect everybody and their questions and their curiosity and their commitment to, um, to halting capitalism. However, there's something that you have to know. I, 
for the for the for the folks who like to do things like spam me or like sign me up for stuff or um, troll me, I have nothing but gratitude and compassion. I'm sorry that you are dissatisfied with something in your life um, and you're not sure what to do with it. But I'm so grateful that you continue to remind me to stay committed to my work and to the greater good. Thank you so much. However, I simply cannot help an individual who is unwilling to recognize that they are in need of help. So please you know, spend your time contacting a therapist that you feel comfortable speaking with uh, rather than trolling me. It's just so unnecessary. And really, um, it's not healthy for you. You deserve more respect than that. You don't have to, you don't have to spam me or, or hate on me, okay? Trust me, I'm not that exciting. <laughs> I'm very blessed to be here with each of you. I think that I'm going to sing us a little song before I go, and then I will see you on our next moon. We will be talking this season about various emotions. One of them includes the emotion of disgust. We will also be talking about E equals MC squared and cryptocurrency. What does that mean? We will also be discussing the metaverse and how it merged into our mental health and our spirituality. And I think we may even talk a little bit about divine masculine, but we'll see. <laughs> that one is a maybe. The other ones are a yes and a guarantee. Welcome to summer, my friends. Here's a little song for you, an old school hymn. Back in the day, my church days, they will never be forgotten. Uh, shout out to my mom and my dad for loving me and trying to give me the best life possible. Happy Father's Day, Papa, and happy Mother's Day, Mom. I love you both very much, and this song is for you. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, 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 let it shine. God bless you, my friends. I'll see you in a couple weeks, yeah? Stay safe, stay grounded, work on your breathing, and identify the ways that you can start dismantling capitalism in your day-to-day. -day. And that is how healing occurs. <laughs>